Hey, what's up, everybody? This is the Woodwork Podcast brought to you by Simon Studios, where we sit with creative and business-minded people and talk about their craft. And today we are here with Ethel Dela Cruz. She's the CEO of Simon Studios. Micah Ungoko, the graphic designer and brand manager at Simon Studios. Elaine Losino, photographer and brand manager at Simon Studios. And I'm Mark Kay, the podcast producer. For today's episode, we're going to talk about travel and how that influences the way that we design. So let's start by just talking about travel in general or in broad strokes. Uh, Micah, you just returned from your honeymoon in Amsterdam. So this subject is pretty fresh. Uh, Also outside of work, uh, we've taken trips together as friends and as family. But also for work as well, we've gotten the opportunity to fly both domestic and international. We've gone to Chicago. We've gone to uh, Haiti together. Mm -hmm. But first, I want to talk about the way we travel because I think uh, there's a really unique lens that the more creative minds use Mm -hmm. uh, for whatever they see, whatever they experience, whatever they hear. Personally, I haven't traveled nearly as much as I'd like, but maybe collectively, especially you, Ethel, you're pretty well-traveled. Right. <laughs> uh, collectively, we can describe what that lens is like. So um, the first question to break the ice, uh, what are your essential items for travel? Lots of moisturizer. <laughs> That's not what I was... <laughs> Totally left field. No, No, because, like, um, obviously, I I never take pictures of, I have, I I mean, I think all of us here, I don't know about Mark, but all the girls at Simon Studios, we like containers. Yeah. (laughs) We really, really, we have pouches and pouches and pouches. I never take pictures of, you know, the stuff that I do inside the airplane, but, man, my skin gets really dry inside the airplane. So I have, like, a lot of moisturizer. And before I travel, they need to be weighed because you can't bring more than how many ounces Is again? Is it four? Something 3. like 4. Yeah, <laughs> or whatever. So, you know, I, I, eventually I just bought, like, bottles that, you know, that... Oh, that like says, at Target Yeah, like, so, so like, I do. Like, it's... It's crazy because I have to stand up and go to the bathroom, like, or lavatory is what I was thinking. Oh, I hate those things. <laughs> like, just to moisturize myself. Do you really get that dry? I do. My skin gets really dry. It's weird. Like, you have, you know, I have the spray kind. And then. <laughs> oh, dang. So when I travel, like, I don't put makeup on until, like, I land. So I look like I'm dead. <laughs> That's an interesting first thing. Yeah. But, but, but we're pretty dark-skinned. So, yeah. And so, like, for me, shout-out to all you dark-skinned individuals. Um, <laughs> when we have dry hands, we got that ashy oh, web yeah. oh, in <laughs> between the thumb and the index. And so I, I, that's pretty valuable because, like, when I go to the drive-thru mm-hmm. or when I have to give my <laughs> my boarding pass and my ID to the to the guy at TSA... Can't look ashy. Yeah, All that's like me this morning. Um, I was trying. I was signing a lease, and I was just like, "Man, I forgot." I was like trying to look. I was like, "Did I? Did I, I think my skin is really dry." Nasty so, hands. So they're trying to take a. They're trying to take a picture of your hand. Like, <laughs> I was like, "Dang it!" Do you do face masks too? 
I heard I'm, that's a thing. On yeah, the plane? I, yeah. Oh, hey, if it's a 16-hour flight, girl, I'm telling you. Like, you get I don't want to scare, <laughs> scare the flight like the, 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 the kind you <laughs> just normal, put on or yeah. the kind you peel? Like the sheets. The oh. face mask. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, it's get normal for ones. flights going. No, it's really normal for flights going to Asia. Like, I think that's a thing. Ah, uh, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Huh. I only do it for long flights. If it's domestic flights, like, I don't care. <laughs> but Oh, well, let's go to that with essential items. Like, do you pack a lot? Or do you like to pack as little as possible? Because there are some people, like, you want to have everything just in case you need it, right? Mm-hmm. Or, I think naturally, I, I underpack. So for my trip to Amsterdam, I overpacked. But that was a really bad idea because they have really steep stairs there. <laughs> <laughs> so I, we see everyone carrying, like, these carry-on, like, the small luggages mm-hmm. But here we have, like, double the size of that, <laughs> carrying up, like, a super steep stairs. So I, I would think I want to travel lighter. Yeah. Well, I travel light because I want to take stuff back. Yeah. And, yeah, and it was hard. <laughs> leave room it for... It was hard to bring stuff back. Like, we were carrying a yeah. lot of stuff. Yeah. I'm, like, in between. I try to make sure to bring stuff that I know I can't get to where I'm going. Mm-hmm. But if I, I can get, like, contact solution... Then yeah, I just, yeah, like, yeah, leave yeah. it or, like, shampoo, like, just leave it. You can get it anywhere. <laughs> yeah, that's mm-hmm. true. That's true. For me, it, it took a while. So until recently when I was able to travel on my own or mm-hmm. with Lisa, my wife, I used to want to have everything, like, <laughs> freaking everything. So I'd, I'd bring a backpack, and I would put my laptop, an iPad, a charger. Uh, I'd have, like, a whole bunch of snacks Um, And I'd bring, like, a a hoodie. I'd bring, like, everything that I can think of that I might need in a, what, like, six-hour trip. (laughs) Um, But nowadays, I'm trying to to get to a point where I don't don't even need to bring a bag. That's happened once. That's hard. I can't do that. That's happened once. Uh, well, I cheated I because guys I used, can do it. Oh, yeah. I used I used Lisa's bag. But yeah, I try to travel as light as possible, especially if it's a domestic flight. Oh yeah, yeah. I hate carry-ons. Like I will have like just one personal bag, but I can't do it. I need mm-hmm. to be able to move around the airport. Yeah, and especially if you like are minutes to reaching your gate. I remember oh, Haiti. <laughs> Oh, man. Oh, my gosh. That was, like... Well, that's you all, not me. <laughs> so, like, I learned to not overpack because of that experience. Because of that, yes. that specific trip. Because, so, we basically had, like, 10 minutes to get to our gate, and we had to run through the, the Miami airport. From, like, like, A1 to, like... Z. <laughs> I don't know. Z. Gate Z. <laughs> 99. And me and Danielle and Seth were struggling with our bags. I was like, man, I wish I didn't pack this much because this is so heavy. <laughs> I was Gosh. so mad at myself. I was like, I didn't even need all this stuff, and now I'm just struggling. I'm going to miss this yeah. flight. <laughs> yeah, we lost one. Um, <laughs> one of our <laughs> coworkers at the time, he... Uh, he oh he didn't gosh. get through uh, customs because I think he got an answer, not an answer wrong, but he he checked some box where he needed an extra check. <laughs> yeah. And so uh, I I got through and I kind of left everybody. I was like, I really want to go home. I'm homesick. I'm just gonna sprint off. 
off of you guys. Um, Peace. Pretty much. I, the thing is, uh, we didn't check bags, right? Mm-hmm. We just we had to have all of our clothes and yeah. all of our. So we were literally running through the airport carrying everything we had and like booking from it. like a four day trip. Yep. Yeah. Um, if I can check bags. I will. Yeah. Like I know most, some people, they don't like doing that because they just want to, like, breeze through. Yeah. But I'm like, nah, I don't like carrying I'm stuff. the same. I'll pay. I'll pay. <laughs> I'll What's that, 25 in. bucks? I don't care. <laughs> check yeah. it in. <laughs> so, yeah, I try to pack light, and then if I need something, like what you said, it'll, there'll be stuff at the hotel. Mm-hmm. You can go to a CVS or yep. you know, any drugstore that's, that's nearby. Yeah. But uh, what are some other things? Uh, external battery. <laughs> Yes, that's true. A portable battery. Yes. Yeah, those things are clutch. Mm-hmm. I carry around everywhere. With this new iPhone, though. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, oh, my oh, yeah. gosh. I don't need you this battery. You all know how my phone <laughs> I'm always asking for a charger. I haven't done that since wow. I got my yeah. new phone. So. I went two days. <laughs> right? I went two days without charging. Yeah. So good job, Apple. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Shout out. <laughs> <laughs> I watch movies on the flights. Oh, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Until recently, I didn't know that you can go on, let's say for American Airlines, you can go on their app or their website. <laughs> the Wi-Fi. And you can watch yeah, you know, off watch of their Wi-Fi, there. not have yeah. to pay anything. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. <clears throat> so that that used to really drain my battery. So um, that, yeah, that's super important. Do you guys bring food? I do, but I never touch it. I know. I always just, <laughs> like, just have in it case. like a snack, but I do need like some sort of candy or something during takeoff and landing because my ears, like, they pop True. like crazy. So I always bring a, what's it called? Oh, a water bottle. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say water bottle. But then I always forget to empty it before Same. going through I TSA. Had, <laughs> I had to throw a whole bottle of water. Or, like, dump the whole yeah. water bottle in the trash can. I was like, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it is kind of heavy, though, but yeah. it helps. You don't have to pay, like, $5 for a water bottle at the airport. Hand sanitizer. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. 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 Oh, this sounds really, like, I'm kind of ashamed to say this, but <laughs> I carry peppermint essential oil. No, that's good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I was going to say some sort of, like, essential oil. It's specifically when I'm around a lot of people. Yeah. Because I, I, I think my allergies, mm-hmm. like, I, I react to perfumes and, like, really strong smells. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, but, the, but the peppermint isn't a strong <laughs> fume? Um, not for her, but for other yeah, people. Yeah, not for it me. It's, it's like oh, a, it, like, okay. counteracts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, like, the equivalent of, like, a Vicks to me. Yeah. Oh, okay. okay. Um, yeah, 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 so yeah. in the customs line... At the the DC airport, when mm-hmm. I when I got back from Amsterdam, there was like uh, an old lady with really strong perfume, and then there's like kids, they're like coughing. So oh I like gosh. brought out my oil and like put it behind my ears, so I didn't have she to drop like, some on them. Too. Smell, <laughs> <laughs> smell anything. It was terrible. Uh, do you guys take books? Yes. No. Oh. <laughs> no. I, they're on my phone, so. I don't know. Oh, really? Like, I did that, like, but I always carry at least one book. Like, I, I don't know. Like, I, like, maybe because I also feel bad that my phone is so bright in the airplane. Mm. <laughs> I definitely or I prefer, know. like, an actual copy of the book. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. But I just don't want to carry it. Yeah. <laughs> I, I realize that I, en- yeah. I enjoy it. I enjoy bringing books. Mm-hmm. 
I didn't think I would because I'm thinking I just want to play a video game or watch a movie. Mm-hmm. And, of course, I already I already mentioned that like, you can watch movies on their free Wi-Fi. So mm-hmm. last couple trips, I'll just admit, I didn't bring a book, but... <laughs> Uh, I do. I do like it. What do you guys ask for when they when the flight attendant asks like, "What do you want to drink?" Like Every time, yeah. I want a whiskey ginger, <laughs> but it's I, I, it's, it's expensive. I bet I, I never really tried, but I usually get ginger ale or water. Ginger ale, so or I apple get juice. apple juice. Yeah, because <laughs> it makes you full. <laughs> oh, I don't know about that. Green tea or or hot water? Oh, you Green get hot. Tea? You get hot stuff. <laughs> yeah, because I get really cold in there. Well, I get you really get cold, cold everywhere, <laughs> but especially in an airplane. Mm. And then the the in flight snack. Yeah. Biscuit cookies every time, right? No, depending it on the changes. Flight. I think Delta gives you the Delta pretzels, or is that United? I Delta Southwest gives you biscuit. I don't know. I don't remember. <laughs> every, well, every time there's biscuit cookies. The That's option, what, yeah. I take it every time. Yeah, yeah, true. Yeah. Things are freaking good. I'm uh, always sleeping though when they come around. <laughs> so like, I wake up, it's just like there. Cause dang, they give it to you when you're sleeping too. Sometimes they don't even like bother you. Um, it just yeah, depends, they don't I bother. Guess. They don't bother me. <laughs> yeah. What do you call that? It's not a table. Cause I always trolley. have. I always Is have it, it down. Trolley? Cart. The tray. No, the tray. Oh, yeah, I oh. guess it's just a tray. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I always have it down. So oh, I guess because they see it down, they just put oh. stuff on it. I thought you were talking so. about the thing that they push in the aisle. Oh, oh cart, yeah, no, no, no. It's a trolley. Right? Yeah, it's something you ride. I thought it was called no, a beverage you, cart. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it depends on what country, I guess. <laughs> we're so well-traveled. Uh, how about what you guys wear? Something comfy. Yeah. I used to, like... Dressing up. I guess it depends on, like, how long the flight is, right? Yeah. I mean, I used to dress up. Yeah. But because of TSA and all that stuff, I'm like, sometimes, like, man, I need to be able to take this off immediately. Mm-hmm. You guys have pre-check now, so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> you need to get, you need, oh, to yeah. you need to get some pre-check. I know, I'm about to sign up next week. <laughs> it's go. really easy. Yeah. Yeah, it's really yeah. easy. Um, yeah, I had this grand, if you ever seen, um, Catch me if you can. Mm-hmm. I just had this grand like idea of not that I lived in the sixties or anything, but I also read this article uh, about this guy who's saying that you know whatever happened to the the glamour of of flying, mm-hmm. and so just the thought of dressing up for a flight just kind of seemed kind of cool. Yeah, it and I would cool. always see yeah. like people on business flights they always have suits on yeah. and they're yeah. always on their phone and they have briefcases and then I'm over here in like my sweats again it really depends because like mm-hmm. I remember when we went to Chicago like I feel like we dressed up yeah. in the flight but I guess uh, if you don't have time to change then I don't know mm-hmm. so, I don't know <laughs> Like, you're going to see people right after But I off. was raised. Yeah. I mean, maybe you guys, too, because, you know, we, we were all kind of raised in a Filipino household. Like, my, my mom always said, like, it's all about presenting yourself, you know, like, in a, in a really good way. Like, when you travel and all of that. I do remember one of the first travels I did with my mom. She was dressed up, and she made sure I was dressed up. And it, as soon as we checked in, they um, they upgraded us to business class. <laughs> yeah, I heard that's a oh. thing. Like, <laughs> if, if you dress nice. If you look presentable or something yeah they get yeah they asked my mom's like what are you guys doing um i forgot where we were going it's like oh we're just you know 
mentoring they and all said, that. Do they and do that still? I don't know. Oh. And then so like immediately, <laughs> yeah, dress up. that was my first experience in like business class was huh. like with my mom huh. back and I was like, oh, this is nice. Dang. Sweet. I've uh, I've read also some articles on like GQ and stuff, and they just say you know especially if you travel a lot, like there are, here are certain outfits that you can wear where you can you know look look nice but still be comfortable, mm-hmm. and um, I try to f- try to abide by that. Except I don't have like the money to to wear whatever they whatever they say, <laughs> so I have like a a, a version of that. Yeah. The H and M version. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> So I try, you know, no belts. I don't even wear belts anyway, but it used to be no belts, shoes that you can comfortably walk like, in but also slip on and yeah. off. Yeah. Well, now with pre-check, you don't need to take off your, your shoes yeah, or anything. Yeah, you need to take out your laptop. You yeah, just that's nice. walk it's right nice, through. Right? But, yeah, I always found that to be funny because, again, you see the people in the suits and then you see the people in, like, the hoodies <laughs> and the Crocs. And it's like, ooh, <laughs> you're very comfortable. There's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with that. But, yeah, there, there is an importance in dressing nice, I guess. Well, let's, let's also talk about the places that we've visited because um, that will kind of set the scene for really what we came in here to talk about. But what are the most interesting places that you have been? Micah, you've been to Amsterdam. You mentioned that in the beginning. You just got back, what, like a couple weeks ago? Mm-hmm. How was Amsterdam? It was good. I never really know what to say when people ask me, but, or like, why, or like, why did you choose Amsterdam? Honestly, I don't really know. That's the first question that they ask? Why Amsterdam? Yeah. I mean, it is a weird honeymoon destination. Um, Someone asked me that, and I said, oh, because she loves Van Gogh. That's what. Yeah, I mean, they really. That's what I said. Honestly, I went for three reasons. So one, they speak English over there. I've never been. I've never been to Europe, so I didn't want this like huge culture shock where, yeah, I didn't know how to talk to people. Mm -hmm. Um, Two, they have a lot of museums. Mm -hmm. Um, This travel website I saw. I think they have almost seventy-five there. That's crazy. Of things ranging from like. Van Gogh to like microbes to mm. diamonds, a bunch of museums on everything. And then three, it's pretty diverse over there. So the cuisine isn't like just pasta or. Yeah. Um, what are they known for? Yeah. <laughs> They're known for stroop waffles. Which is oh, what? Stroop waffles. We had that at her wedding. Yeah. That her was the giveaways. Giveaway. Oh. Yeah, those thin waffles. I thought that was like baklava. <laughs> 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 He's like, what does this have to do with Michael? It was Brian? really good. <laughs> yeah, you get it, it was. Oh, girl, there's so many people that left theirs. Shoot. Took them. <laughs> oh, I took them home because I don't think people like realize what it was. Yeah. Oh, shoot. I still, still I think I still have like 10 in my fridge. Yeah. They're good. <laughs> good with coffee. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's what they're known for. Um, and they're also known for French fries and really? mayonnaise. Mm. Oh. <laughs> French fries and mayonnaise. You don't like mayonnaise? So we ate a lot of French mayonnaise. fries. Apparently, French fries started in Belgium. I might be wrong, but I, I saw on, a, on Amazing Race, speaking of travel, that like the French fry isn't exactly French. <laughs> Correct me if I'm wrong, but never mind. <laughs> Uh, so, so what are some things that you uh, did there besides the museums? 
Wait, how many museums did you go to? Um, out of the 75, I went to four. Nice. <laughs> um, went to the Van Gogh Museum, the I Film Museum, the MoCo Museum, and the Stedelijk. <laughs> <laughs> Nailed it. <laughs> I, ha- I have to keep looking up the pronunciation for that, but it's the Contemporary Art Museum over there. Nice. So... Um, did you also do, like, the, I don't want to say typical tourist things, but when I think of Holland, I think of, um, like, the tulips, I think of windmills, mm-hmm. I think of... Clogs. <laughs> marijuana. <laughs> just kidding, like marijuana. So did you partake in any of that? Not really, honestly. Um, I I thought that we would take a day to visit a windmill, mm-hmm. but I think we just wanted to experience the city like a local and oh, okay. just yeah. kind of explore on our own. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I didn't mean the weed. I, I just meant <laughs> just the touristy we, things. We accidentally <laughs> went into the red light district. We're like, oh, oh snap. Whoops. Let's get out of here. <laughs> How was the weather there? It's like full-blown fall over there. There are a couple of days that were cold and rainy, mm. but it was okay. Yeah. Made the most of it. Cold and rainy, like London. I thought you've been to London. Yes, that was my most recent, I guess, European country that we visited. I enjoyed London a lot. Yeah. How long were you there for? I was only there for five days or six days. It was supposed to be ten days, but that was also the same year that I had to go to Japan two months before that. Oh, that's right. <laughs> so I, I was like, that. I had yeah. to like, oh, I can't do this. Um, uh, London was good. Surprisingly, the food was very similar people might tell me like it's not um they because they had a lot of casseroles they had a lot of like you know the pie sausages yeah and all that and and chips. fish and chips oh, yeah more fries oh fish and chips are so good yeah um i enjoyed it a lot but um i'm a huge fan of the royal family mm. you know um, i grew up uh, you know in japan so we have that too which by the way, they have a new emperor now, so congratulations to <laughs> the Japanese people. Um, in London, we definitely wanted to, like, you know, like Micah, like I don't, when I go to diff- to another country, I, I don't like to be seen as a tourist. <laughs> I know that's weird, but I try my best to really just blend in, and I've, you know, we, we were able to even watch a Chelsea game, so I was a Chelsea fan for one day. One thing that um, that was great about watching the Chelsea game, like in Europe, or maybe that was just in England, they are not allowed to bring alcohol inside the arena. So they had like, if you uh, want to drink alcohol, you need so to be... There's pubs around. Yeah, they ha- you have to get out of the actual arena, and then everyone drinks in there, and then once the game starts again, you go back. Why? Inside, I know. I would imagine it'd be cleaner. Yeah, it's clean. Oh. It's clean. Like ah. it's clean. It's very organized, and yeah, we stayed. I specifically wanted to stay in Kensington, so is that where the palace is? <laughs> the Kensington Palace is there, so I was kind of close to um, you know, Prince William and all that. <laughs> so, <laughs> but um, and then I did the royal tour, so that was amazing, and then. Um, a lot of touristy stuff, but I definitely enjoyed um, going to, like, the pubs, you know, the local pubs and doing all of that. Well, we can go to Elaine. You've been to uh, Abu Dhabi. Yeah. That's like a, one Abu of your Dhabi. I want to go like, so bad. 
four years ago, three years ago. Yeah, that place is like is so interesting. It's like culture shock. But not really because there's a lot of Filipinos that actually live there. There's a lot of Filipinos everywhere. Oh, really? Because they're, they work <laughs> oh, there. Right, oh, yeah, the right, 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 workers. Right, right, yeah, right. so the environment there is like so different from anywhere I've been. It's just like straight desert. Abu Dhabi and Dubai, um, since it's like just desert, they're like really big upcoming, up-and-coming cities. Yeah. So like you're just driving for miles in the desert and then you'll see like buildings oh, wow. out of nowhere. It's like a movie. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. Wow. And like, and they just like keep building because there's so much land to yeah. fill. Vegas is, I would I would assume, is okay. similar, right? Yeah. I don't know. I've never it's been. It's like in the middle of the desert. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but of course, Abu Dhabi seems kind of <laughs> grand. Yeah. Yeah, yeah there's a, like a lot of rich people that live oh, there yeah. too. Yeah. Like the building, the skyscrapers there are like so high, like 200 floors up. and That's nuts. Yeah. You can, like, see across the desert, too. It's kind of crazy. And can't you get, like, food with, like, golden sprinkles? Yeah. And like yeah, me and Alfred actually got, like, a gold cappuccino. <laughs> gracious. It was like, that's just how regular. much was it? I don't remember. I think it was, like, 50 bucks or something. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Holy crap. Hey, went in Abu Dhabi. <laughs> I guess. Yeah. And then, like, they're really, they love Ferraris, I guess, or, like, that's where oh, they, yeah, they, yeah, they yeah. build they do, them. They but. Do. So much that they have like an amusement park for Ferraris called oh. Ferrari World. Oh, nice! <laughs> yeah, and then that's where the fastest roller coaster in the world is actually. Wow! And uh, me and Alfred actually rode it. How was Holy that? Crap. It was really fun. It was fast. It's so fast <laughs> that you have to wear like goggles. Oh, yeah. you get your cheeks like, going. Yeah, away. pretty much. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah, like I straight up almost blacked out, and Alfred was so mad at me. He was like, "Man, I hate you." Because <laughs> he hates roller coasters. But I was like, hey, you can oh, you tell people. It. Yeah. Oh. You tell people now that you rode the fastest roller coaster in the world. <laughs> For that, you know, you got to ride it so you can <clears> tell me. Mm-hmm. Yep. That you did that. <laughs> to this day, he's still like, I hate you for bringing me on this ride. <laughs> but there's oh, also wow. like a lot. We, we actually did like a lot of touristy things there because like there isn't really much else to do. And yeah. that's like kind of their big thing there like mm-hmm. to sell their tourism yeah and like educate educate people about the culture mm-hmm. there mm-hmm. so it was really it was actually really fun like we stayed in a i don't know like oasis getaway thing they like feed you the local food and then they like teach you about falcons and you can like hold a falcon on your arm because falcons what? are like oh, falconry. Yeah, bird right. or something yeah and like ride camels and then ride ATVs on the sand dunes and stuff and that's you cool. did all those things yeah like all in one day nice. I, I like really fun. you're talking right now and I could just see your Instagram feed I remember <laughs> I remember I remember seeing all those pictures yeah and then at night they like let, let you watch a movie about the culture of uh, the UAE and like you get to sit in the desert like like the did desert you have at to night cover yourself um. I was, you know, like, obviously, like, what I see on TV and movies, like, where females are not really allowed to show a lot of skin and all that. Is that, is that still a thing over there? Yeah. Okay. When you visit the mosques, you definitely right, have to yeah, cover yeah. up. But yeah, we also went places. to one of the mosques, and, like, they have things that you can wear. But yeah. my sister said, like, you can wear, like, shorts and stuff, but it's, like, frowned upon. And people <laughs> can look tell at you. that you're a tourist, you know? Mm-hmm. So <laughs> I like the evil eye. Yeah. So like the best next best best thing is to wear like long skirts and but yeah the desert night is like is not the same as like being in the city. 
because the air is like fresh and you can see all the stars and oh, dang. it's yeah. really nice. You, sh- you guys should try it one time. Just go to Any other just cool places y'all have been? Ethel, I know we've only hit one <laughs> place that you've been, but uh, you grew up in Tokyo yeah. or you grew up in Japan. Yeah, Asia wise, I guess. But I love Hong Kong. Like, it's such an international hub. And I almost went to a design school over there, but my sister decided to move back to Japan. So my dad's like, no, you're not going to be in Hong Kong by yourself. So, <laughs> like, all right. Um, also, um, China, uh, I was able to, from Hong Kong, I know Hong Kong is China now, but I feel like it's two different countries still. Because when you go to mainland China, it's different. Like, I feel like I would love to keep going back to Hong Kong. It's such a good place to visit. Speaking of covering yourself, <laughs> I asked Elaine, like, the, one of the most interesting experiences um, I've had is, like, going to, to Vatican. Because, you know, we, I went to Rome, and I specifically went to Vatican for the Sistine Chapel. And um, when you get into the actual Sistine Chapel, they, they actually ask you to kind of cover up because they consider it as, like, a holy place. Makes sense. So, yeah. So, and but it was we went like around like May or June. So it was summertime. It was oh. hot, man. <laughs> so, but you know, and then it's like one of those places like you can't take pictures and all of that. But or like it was like everyone just like shh, <laughs> like you can't you even like quiet. yeah, like it, it was just considered as like the holiest Dang. of holy like whatever. <laughs> uh, I mean, like, but it is like you'll cry once you like go mm-hmm. in there if you're obviously if you're into like stuff like that and yeah. like it's such an amazing like artwork. Mm-hmm. But Rome in itself was really great. Like I recommend it um, because of the Colosseo and all of that. I don't know Paris is always a good time to go to Paris. <laughs> Did you Paris. eat a lot of bread? Where? In Paris. In Paris. <laughs> I ate a lot of macaron. Oh. I did that. Like, I tried, like, the different, like, the most ex- well, the most expensive one to, like, a McDonald's one. Was it the same? No. Oh. <laughs> like, no. <laughs> you can tell the difference, but macaron is macaron. Like, like, you know, but it was good. Like, that was such a great experience. Went to Paris specifically to see Mona Lisa. And I cried when I saw her. <laughs> I had her to myself for five minutes, then everyone else came. So that was such an amazing experience. Um, and I want to go back just for that again. And I didn't get to go to Versailles when I was there, so I told John the next time we go back to Paris, that will probably be the first place we visit before, the, before we see Mona Lisa again. I think I'm good <laughs> with, like, the Eiffel Tower, you know, like, oh. Mm-hmm. S- I saw it, like, mm-hmm. it's good. Maybe I'll come see it because of the the street art that was added. Um, All right. I don't know. I can't wait to go back to Europe. So I've never been, so same. I really want to go. It's cheaper to go to Europe than to go to Asia from where we're at. Trying to go. <laughs> so, so, you know, um, and travel now is so much easier than how it was a decade ago. So, mm. huh. uh, Well, let's talk about the way that travel influences the way that we design. Uh, that's really the, the bulk of what we wanted to talk about in this pod. So mm. um, what parts or elements of a place do you gravitate towards when you travel? It, uh, again, we're going to talk about the, uh, the lens from which we see places. 
especially as a photographer or as a designer, uh, even as um, an audio producer, um, there are just certain ways that we use our senses to take in inspiration for our work. Um, and so let's say if you were to go to any town, how do you draw inspiration for your work? There's this piece I'm working on now, just a little... Commemorative? Yeah, yeah. like a, mm-hmm. uh, a practice piece of the word Amsterdam. It's going to be like a illustrative typographic piece where um, each letter in the word Amsterdam is referencing a, an object or like a certain experience from our trip. One of the things that influenced the style of each letter um, is not just the, the visual things that I saw, um, but also the, like the sounds or mm. the... Smells. The, the smells, <laughs> the, the, the feelings that mm-hmm. were there. Um, so, for example, in Amsterdam, it was really cold and rainy when we got there. So that sort of thing kind of influenced the color palette, the way that I drew my lines, um, the textures that I used. Mm-hmm. So it's not just copying or like just drawing a stroopwafel, but incorporating the the other pieces of inspiration and mm-hmm. putting that into the visual. Yeah. Right. That's cool. And I think that's really important because if you're going to capture, uh, we were talking about this earlier, um, it, when you're capturing the quote-unquote spirit of a place, um, you really have to draw from your experience uh, or else you're just kind of being corny about it or or not being as genuine or realistic about mm-hmm. what you think of that place. I also think that um, your own experience kind of adds an original element to it. Right. Um, the, I think the difference between, or we were kind of talking about this earlier, the difference between Googling the word Amsterdam versus actually going there myself. Yeah. Um, there's certain things that only I will catch mm-hmm. um, that I wouldn't be able to experience by just looking at a picture. Yeah. Yeah, yeah and you, I mean, you can almost be, you can be borderline offensive, too. I can, I can go on Google and probably find some pretty offensive things that really would not go well with especially someone who is of, you know, part of that culture. Yeah. But it's not until you actually experience that place where you can have a personal perspective in whatever you're making. So we went to Haiti. Uh, I had to make a couple of tracks for some videos that we made for a foundation that's based in Haiti. And so uh, when I when we went there, um, just a lot of the, the sites... Even the sounds, just driving through the town, um, the instrumentation from the music that I would hear, from or even the rhythms from the music that they were blasting on those on those speakers, um, really helped me to think about what instruments, what rhythms, even what tempo I would use for these videos, and I can incorporate those things without sounding too generic. Mm-hmm about it. So that kind of goes into just the importance of being cultured when you're designing things. Yeah. Um, when you're a designer, you really have, for things to be effective, 
um, number one, they need to be inspired. Um, and then secondly, you need to be able to look at every angle of, mm-hmm. of things before you're able to create something. You know, like Mike earlier touched on, like, there's an element of being original or something, um, especially with in the world now where social media, like, kind of takes you everywhere um, and people argue about, oh, this is what it says here and and that. It's so different when you actually experience it and you're there to see it for yourself and you bring in something new to the table because you notice something that another person won't. Um, mm-hmm. So I feel like um, as a designer, if we're not looking at every angle, if we're not um, doing our research, and part of the research is to actually experience something, not just reading anything. Yeah, I feel like it's you're giving yourself, and especially you're giving your client something, I guess, a new vision, a new angle that they've never actually seen before. I think part of design and part of creating products is... Uh, understanding what people see and what will entice people or what mm-hmm. will give a cer- people a certain feeling or thought uh, when they see or hear something that we make. Mm-hmm. So um, it will really help you to reach the target audience of that particular product. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it also helps um, people who have never been to that place that you went to to kind of experience it for themselves through your eyes, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. Yeah. yeah. Like, they can know what Amsterdam is like through what Micah saw, through her visuals. Yeah. And I love it when people end up going to the same place that I, I've been to and experience something totally different. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I'm excited to go to Abu Dhabi one day in Amsterdam and be able to, you know, you have this anticipation of like, oh, I'm, I want to experience everything that Mike experienced or Elaine experienced, but then you go there and you'll be surprised that your experience was totally mm-hmm. different. So it's, I feel like, um, as a designer, like that's really what excites me because, um, I'm able, again, I'm able to bring something new to the table. Um, you know, um, I'm able to tell clients that, like, hey, you know, when I was there, they did this, and I don't know if you ever looked at it in this way, but it was really cool. And, you know, just to be able to, to do that, um, you know, at the end of the day, it's all about enhancing things and enhancing people's experience and enhancing your creativity. Um, and then also be able to just inspire people like for me like inspire people to actually travel to mm-hmm. inspire people to do to do that um, so I, I think that's pretty good and really just I love learning about culture because mm-hmm. I think still like experience is the best education I know like you know being in school is good and all but I feel like your experience will not match what you learn in school (laughs) and naturally and obviously you see more and you hear more and the more that you see the more that you hear the more you're going to be inspired yeah and so um i i would say if you're not well traveled or if you've only been in the same place 
all your life, it, it really limits the things that you see. Like, mm-hmm. um, yeah. one example, uh, I've, I've been on a tour for an artist that is based here uh, in, in Virginia, and um, we took a tour down to, like, um, I don't want to say the deep parts of North Carolina, but we were in some areas of North Carolina where we would visit a venue, and I was the only brown person there. <laughs> and I was asked, I, I remember being asked, this is multiple occasions, though. They say, you know, where are you from? I was like, well, I, you know, I'm from, I knew, I knew what they were asking, but I was like, oh, well, I'm from Virginia Beach. <laughs> and without, really from? <laughs> without, he did, he did not My want mom. to sound offensive, but he's like, I mean, but like, like, what are you? <laughs> and so I, yeah. so I, I, I knew it, I knew where it was going. And so I said, you know, I'm Filipino. And their idea of Filipino is, well, first they say, oh, Filipino, I love lumpia. I love pancit um, or pancit. <laughs> but their idea of what a Filipino is, is only based on a food that they've tried mm-hmm. or maybe even like um, what they have seen in a movie. But if you're well-traveled, you see that there are so many different angles of how to see people, but also how to see products, ideas, mm-hmm. concepts. Yeah. So it's, just, it's such an advantage. Yeah. And it doesn't mean that you need to get a passport and go to every continent. Yeah. Even though it helps, just to, just to get out just makes a huge difference. I think in terms of inspiration, um, traveling and experiencing it for yourself, It'll inspire you in a way that social media can't. In designer culture, there's this thing called imposter syndrome um, where people ended up, people end up looking at other designers, like well-known designers, and basically just copying um, their style. Um, But there's only, if you're from L.A., for example, there is something that only they can bring to their designs through their experience of L.A. Um, Or if you're from New York, there's a certain style, there's a certain even palette that a New York designer will use because of their experience of New York. So I I think in in terms of inspiration, that, that experience or what you're surrounded by is really important for your work. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, I think it was C.S. Lewis. Uh, he, he, I think he wrote in a book that one person's idea of something could be totally different from another mm-hmm. person's idea of the same thing. Yeah. So, like, um, what people think about New York, one person might think, oh, the Big Apple, yeah. Manhattan, or a crazy big city with all the skyscrapers mm-hmm. and the busyness. Um, but another person might be from upstate New York, where it's a lot slower paced and yeah. uh, just looks totally different from from what you see in the movies. Yeah. Um, so, just talking about experiences, there's there's kind of a type of you just have to be their element when it comes to travel and design. Like, um, we went to Grand Canyon last year. Everyone who has seen it, they just have, they say it's not like the pictures. That's mm-hmm. like one yeah. of the first things that they say. You just have to be there. Soak and, it in. Yeah. Um, and the experience that I had, I've been there twice, 
experiences that I've had there, you can't replicate that off of a Google image. Mm -hmm. For me, when I travel, my favorite thing when it comes to photography is like the street photography. Because, like, when you capture a place, like, something as simple as, like, the streets of, like, Paris. Mm -hmm. Like, you can really capture, like, the essence or, like, the culture of the people in something so, what seems so average. Yeah, no, I I get what you're saying. Like, um, one of the things that I like to do when I travel is, like, creating my own postcards through the pictures that I take. Mm -hmm. And it's something that... It's funny because, like, I will even look at what postcards are available, mm-hmm. and I try my best not to take the pictures yeah. <laughs> that's on the postcards. And I kind of just, like, create my own version of my own experience of, for me, this is what San Francisco is. Yeah. Or for me, this is what, you know, Paris is yeah. or whatever. Um, so that was really cool. And then I think, like, you know, I'm such an advocate when it comes to travel, you know, here at Simon Studios, where I always tell every single person, like, look, if you have an opportunity to travel, that's fine. Let me know. Do work from there. Because I, I already know that the work that you're going to that you're, you're gonna bring into, like, your designs or your pictures or the music or whatever mm-hmm. will all just be on another level when you're inspired and, you know, when you see something different, um, you know, whether it's a negative experience or a positive experience, it's still different and it's something new. And for me as a person, travel is part of my routine to be healthy. Like uh, there's a lot of personal development that I go through and travel is definitely part of it. You know, a lot of people, they go to the gym every day. I, I try <laughs> or whatever, but uh, travel is definitely part of my health and personal development. Like, I know every time I travel, um, the minute I get into an airplane, like, I feel like it's a fresh start. Mm-hmm. Like, it's, it's, it's a fresh start. I come back more inspired, more motivated, not thinking about all the problems that happen. Like, all of a sudden, the problems that I had is so small. Because, like, then you see this big world of, like, people working together or struggling or whatever I see out there. Like, um, it just gives you a, a better perspective on, mm-hmm. on life itself, honestly. Yeah. Um, a more appreciation of, like, oh, my gosh, I have a house. I have a job. You know, I have friends. I have all of this stuff. So, yeah, so travel. Um, I say, like, you know, travel. All the time. <laughs> Maybe you can. Yeah. yeah, so it's just kind of a, 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 there's two sides of it. I mean, there's there's the fact that travel will sharpen your craft, mm-hmm. but it'll also enrich your life yeah. so that you can actually do the thing that you love most. Yeah. Especially as a designer, it'll get you out of ruts that we'll probably talk about in another podcast, getting out of, a, getting out of those creative ruts. Mm. Um, but in the end, to kind of wrap up, we just want to encourage everyone to travel. Just go out and uh, experience uh, experience life on your own. That sounds super corny, but experience <laughs> life on your own and just really let it. Meet somebody new. Mm-hmm. Goodness. Yeah. And, and don't let travel just be a thing for Instagram yeah. or just mm-hmm. the thing uh, – just to have a, a bragging piece or mm-hmm. something like that. Yeah. Um, go out there with some intention 
to draw some inspiration for the thing that you do, especially as, as a designer. Uh, but you, I mean, if you're not a designer, it can still spark creativity in whatever you're doing. I mean, you can be uh, a chef or you can be, I don't know, even an accountant or, or, or a, a preacher. Everything that we experience is going to spark some creativity within us or it's going to give us a new idea or a new perspective on the way we work but also just the way we live. Yeah. So that's our encouragement to you guys. Just <laughs> travel. Yep. Book a trip. Go somewhere. Yep. It doesn't need to be far. I mean, yeah. you can go to Portsmouth. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's pretty nice over there. It is. Oh my gosh! If you've never been to like Smithfield, they have this little area there that's just—it's like a little carry town, honestly. Like, it's really cool. Like, that's yeah. that's very true. Yeah, like, yeah. A lot of us they are just so used everywhere. <laughs> Well, they have what? Pigs? Yeah, they, you know, like Norfolk. Like Norfolk is mermaid. Mermaids. Over there are like pigs. Because I heard ham is right. Yeah, I had a friend who she won a contest, and she like was able to customize and like paint one of the pigs. Oh man, I wish I did that. So you guys have to go. I'm telling you, I forgot why I went there. It was for a uh, job, but I was I was like, I did not know this place existed. That's <laughs> like, cool. Yeah, they had, like, cafes in there, and, like, Cute. it's kind of hipster, honestly. Sorry for using that word, but... <laughs> but that's really true. We're, we can be so used to our daily routines, going from A to B, B to A, A to B, and not even realize that there is... A C. <laughs> More than C. <laughs> Right wow. under our noses, just right in the next street. Oh my gosh. <laughs> that was a pretty good one. <laughs> wow. Well let's let's end with this. What are your top three oh places that you'd like to visit next? Top three places. I'll start. <laughs> uh, I'd like to go to Barcelona, Spain. Mm. Um and really from there just go everywhere else in Spain. Uh, just yeah. because the the culture of Spain is so rich. Yep. Also, I'd like to see um, Camp Nou, which is uh, where Barcelona FC plays. I'm mm. a pretty big fan of them. I'd also like to go Italy. Mm. Um, of course, Rome is a place where, you know, I'd like to see all the famous structures. And yeah. especially with um, my interest in biblical studies, yeah. with Rome being a big place in the Bible, um, I'd like to see that. But also Italy, because I'd like to visit Milan. Mm. There's a lot of culture coming out of that place. And three, well, I'm just going to say this because we're planning to go next year. I'd like to go to Seattle. With Seattle, um, my brother is, like, really into killer whales, like orcas. Um, and this is going to be our first trip. Um, you, Ellie. <laughs> our first trip with the baby. Um, or first, like, flight with the baby. So uh, looking forward to... Well, just being the West Coast for one, but mm-hmm. but also just seeing a part of the U.S. that I uh, haven't been to the, the Northwest. So, mm-hmm. so th- those are my three top three places. Just like Mark, um, the next list on, or the next country on the list for Europe is Spain, specifically Valencia, because um, I really want some really good paella, and then um, and everything that Spain has to offer. Um, because it's such a huge influence in Filipino culture. So that's part of the reason why I really want to go there. 
And then I want to go um, do a tour of Southeast Asia um, from Indonesia to Singapore to Thailand, all of that. Um, you know, it's like the flights are so, like, you know, it's like an hour to two hours, like, and you're hopping from one country to another, but different culture and the food. And then mm-hmm. Peru. I want to go to Machu Picchu. Ooh. So that's definitely on the list. Is that a um, wonder of the wonder world? Of the world? Yeah. yeah, yeah. So nice. I really do want to see that before it disappears. <laughs> before, Wait, <laughs> before, it'll disappear before, before something happens. Yeah. Well, it's one know. of those places that I don't think you're allowed to visit it all year long because they, you know, to preserve the area oh, right, or right, something right. like that. Mm-hmm. But yeah. I have a lot of places on my list. <laughs> yeah, me too. I, w- I don't really count this one because I'm making it a goal. So <laughs> next year I'm trying to go to Nashville for sure. And I like going to places with water, like beachy places. Mm. So I would say Thailand is one. Yeah. Well, I like warm places. Like I hate the cold. So I would want to go to Thailand and then Mykonos, Greece. Mm. For me, I want to go to Copenhagen. It's pretty, the culture there is um, actually pretty similar to Amsterdam. I think a lot of people bike over there. Definitely not as much as Amsterdam, but I want to go there because of the design culture over there. And also there's this chef that I follow. She has a taco place. I want to go to California. I think the only experiences that I've had there are just me staying with family or um, like doing really touristy things. Right, which never, is a totally different experience. Yeah, yeah. I've never really... I, I mean, my interests have changed since I was yeah. a kid, of course. So I definitely want to do the things that I am interested in. Mm-hmm. My husband, Brian, he is really into food. He wants to try the Michelin star street food places. Mm-hmm. In California? Uh, I think it's in Singapore. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> he really wants to go there. It'd be interesting to go yeah. there, too. Yeah. I mean, it, it earn, if it earned a star and it's only, like, a couple bucks. Yeah. Yeah, it's really cheap over there. Yeah. I wonder <laughs> <laughs> what makes it so good. All right, cool. Uh, that's our time for this episode. Thanks, everyone, for listening. We're really looking forward to sharing more ideas and also the people behind them. So we'll be bringing in a lot of interesting people from the business and design industry just to hear about them and and what their experiences have been. And for more about The Woodwork Podcast, you can visit thewoodwork.studio and also check out Simon Studios at our website, simonstudios.com, and follow us on Instagram at simonstudios.com underscore to get connected. This has been the Woodwork Podcast. Bye.